Welcome to Why Did You Push That Button, a show where Caitlin Tiffany Hi. and Ashley Carmen, that's me, talk about all the decisions we make with technology. This week is different from all other weeks. Yeah, this week is a special time travel episode mm-hmm. inspired by that NBC TV show where someone gets killed by a crockpot that I have yet to watch, but I know it has I have a jumpy no timeline. idea what you're talking about. Okay. Anyway, the true story is, <laughs> is that we had We're a little- We're not going to lie. We had a little G-Cal mix-up, so we had to fill in, we had to fill in, and here we are, we're going to air for you a special throwback. This was our, maybe, I would think you could call it like the backdoor pilot of why yeah. you push that button. We've mentioned this before where it was, before Caitlin and I had the podcast, we just want, we always bothered Andrew to let us make a podcast, and so we had this post, I had written a, an article about how people save phone numbers of people they met on the internet, because mm-hmm. you don't know their last names. Mm-hmm. So we were like, podcast time, which is basically what this show is. But we didn't have an expert. It's just Caitlin, me, and Lizzie chatting about phone numbers. Lizzie was the expert. Just revel in this past era of Caitlin's life and my life. We call one of my ex-boyfriends, which is just fantastic because I have not talked to him since we filmed this ep- or recorded that episode. We talk about my first ever Tinder date who now works at Vox Media. Oh my gosh, we've come so, so far. All right, enjoy. Hello, I'm Ashley Carmen, a tech reporter at The Verge. I'm Caitlin Tiffany, social media manager at The Verge. I'm Lizzie Plogic, a culture reporter slash editor at The Verge. So we're doing this podcast about online dating and phone number saving. A couple weeks ago, I wrote a piece for TheVerge.com, a good technology website. You may have heard of it. Yeah, you might have. (laughs) Where I asked, I polled a few colleagues, aka y'all, as well as general Slack rooms, how they save people's phone numbers when they meet someone online. And the general consensus seemed to be either they saved people by their full name or they saved people by their first name and then the last name is Tinder or whatever online website they used. A website, an app. Who uses websites anymore to meet someone? <laughs> Just log on to my, my desktop. <laughs> so to give you guys an idea of what is really like out there for me, Ashley Carmen, the struggle... I'm going to call up one of my exes who I dated for maybe like three and a half months and see, A, how he saved me in his phone, because I'm curious, and B, how he's navigating dating these days, because I have no clue what he's been up to. How do you usually save people's numbers? You can usually get a first name and you talk to somebody. So I'll just save the first name and the app that I've talked to them on. I'm trying to think what I did when I first met you. I know right now you're saved on my phone as it's just Ash. I would assume that I saved it as like Ashley Tinder. That's once I actually got to know you, I'd probably just made it Ashley or Ash or whatever. There's some people who go really crazy complicated and save notes and like data about their dates or like set screenshots is their picture, things get really weird. So Lizzie, how do you deal with the barrage of phone numbers you get from Tinder? Um, I'm like a a pretty, I do the standard first name, last name Tinder, which when I recently deleted dozens of numbers from my phone, I was like, why do I have have so many T's? And it was just all Tinder and for real didn't know who most of them were. Well, yeah. Don't you have multiple like Mike Tinders or whatever? Mm, I... 
feel like you frequently use Mike as an example, but have not <laughs> met that many. Okay, how many Mikes work at this company? I think Matt is the one. Yeah, Matt. We have discovered Dan, Dan, Colin, so many Dans. Jonathan <laughs> is a frequent one. Jonathan is a frequent hmm, one. Interesting. Are you compulsive at all about last names? Like, I have to have a full first and last name. No, I don't really care. Like, you know, for like my best friends and stuff, like, I have like a few good friends who are named Mike. Like, they're all just like Mike on my phone. How do you figure that out? <laughs> I look at the text conversation before I text them. Oh my God. It's right there. It's right in front of your face. Like, how are you not going to read that? Well, it's more just if you type in, like, if you can click compose new message or whatever, and you just type Mike, five mics are going to come up. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't text like that. What do you do if you have, okay, multiple Dan? Oh, then I just like, look, there's never been a period in my life where I'm talking to like several Dan's. <laughs> so usually I just know which Dan it is. Have you ever had someone come up from the past and you'd be like, which Dan is it? I tend to delete numbers after I stop talking to people. You know, I've definitely had people come up from the past, but then I'm always like, new phone, who this? Or I'm just like, I don't know who this is. Do they respond to you when you ask? Sometimes, sometimes no. I went out with this person a couple times, and it was like, well, it was okay, whatever. But I texted them like a week or two after like not talking to them, and it was usually just like, who is this? And I was just like, it's something serious. And like, I didn't, I didn't even like respond to that. I was just like, all right, whatever. Did you never hit her up after those dates? Like you waited no, we hung a couple out, like, weeks? No, we hung out like twice, and then we didn't talk. Like I was like out of town. I was like busy. I'm not gonna like text you all the time. So I hadn't talked to her in a while, maybe like a week or two. And then I texted her when I got back to town and like wasn't busy. I guess my number had disappeared from her phone. She probably thought you were never going to hit her up again. And she's like, I don't care about this guy. And then deleted you. So I was going to say, we should start saving people by their identifiable characteristics. But I was gonna, then I realized I sometimes do that. What do you, okay, give me an example. Like, bucket hat this dude i met out Ooh. and he was wearing a bucket hat when we met that worked for you <laughs> I we don't need to get into the details <laughs> here some people can pull off a bucket hat he really right, right, had right. a witting personality mm -hmm. he is an interesting human i'll put it like that but yeah i saved him as bucket hat in my phone and all of my friends know him as bucket hat because there's like a long tail that is associated with this and he has just like not disappeared like for some reason he still exists like in my life not romantically <laughs> at all but like will Snapchat me or randomly like my Instagram or like one day might like call me. I'm like, what? Why? You should have disappeared like eight years ago. Anyways, everyone knows him as Bucket Hat. And I feel like I reached a day where I was like, oh man, I got to change you in my phone so you're not Bucket Hat anymore. Like now I know you too well for you to be Bucket Hat. Oh, but he'll always be Bucket Hat in my I know. Yeah. He, has, he has no idea I call him that. I love a good nickname. The issue with that tactic is I feel like most people don't have that many distinct true. Well, you remember when I was dating a guy last year, I asked you, I was like, Lizzie, I need a nickname for this dude because I like didn't have one. I kept calling him by his real name, which felt to my friends, which felt way too formal for me because I was like, I have no emotional attachment to this person. So let's just dehumanize him as much as physically possible. So I asked Lizzie for a nickname and the best we could come up with was Early Bird. Oh, yeah, because he, he liked to eat dinner at 5 p.m. Yeah, he always wanted to meet up at, like, 5. And I was like, why? And then when I asked him why he wants to meet up so early, he said that that's when he's his best self. <laughs> Actually, Aww. I just really I get cute. that a lot because I'm not a night person either. I but. know, but I was just like, oh, man, you're, like, 25. <laughs> Thank you.
So I am a Tinder newbie. I'm talking to this dude, and he sends me a screenshot of a previous conversation we had. Wait, you were talking to him via text? I was talking to him via text. Which I feel like is an important distinction. Yeah, via text, not on the Tinder app. He sends me a screenshot of a previous conversation we had, but he... I noticed that he cut off the top of the conversation so I couldn't see what I was saved as in his phone. I was like, oh, interesting that you made that choice. And he was like, I'm not an amateur. And I was like, I am. And then also it occurred to me, I was like a little drunk riding the train home and like half falling asleep. And I was like, wow, wait, what would he save me as in his phone? Because he knows my full name. Like he talked to me about things that he read that I wrote on TheVerge.com and stalked me on Facebook, which didn't bother me because, I mean, you know, we all do it. But, like, he knew my full name and still chose to put me in his phone as something else. And I was like, damn, I saved you in my phone with your full name because the night after our first date, I looked you up on the internet like a a sane person, (laughs) found out your full name, put it in my phone. I just can't imagine what else it would be, though, because even on the iPhone, if I saved you in my phone as, like, Caitlyn Tinder, it would just show up as Caitlyn in the text because the top part of the text is just a first name. True. So now, I mean, oh, I suspect true. maybe it was just um, my phone number. Like, I, I suspect oh, I wasn't so saved save at, all. at all. That's what I suspect. In the piece, um, I started out where I talk about how in one person's phone, I was saved literally as a single emoji, which is the fish cake emoji. <laughs> that was my whole name, which I still don't know if I should feel... Like, oh, that's cute, or if it should be insulting. And the only, well, the only reason he saved me like that was because the first message I sent him, which actually I think I messaged him with Lizzie. Yeah, she, at I, work. Was, I was sitting there. She was like, what should I at say? Work. I was it like, wasn't hi. At work. It was, was clearly after hours. Yes, right? after hours. It definitely was not <laughs> happening during work hours at all. She was like, what should I say? And I was like, hi. And she was like, I want to send this fish cake emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I sent this fish cake, and then, you know, we launched into it this conversation by into it I mean and met up <laughs> and then he saved me as a fish cake forever I mean, we only dated for like maybe two and a half three months but I remember one time he's like look you're saved as a fish cake in my phone and I was like all right well at least he to- <laughs> like it's not like he was shamefully hiding it no exactly I, I don't know cut it out of his screenshots I think that's kind of a, an okay way to save someone because it's distinct to you. Fish cake sure is a little weird, but you did send the fish cake. Well, yeah. and I have actually heard about that tactic from someone else I talked to for this article. He was saying that he saves people by what they talked about on Tinder. So if they referenced um, weather, <laughs> we talked about snow. <laughs> oh, God. But I mean, like, okay, I, his example was. If they sent each other, I, I mean, this gets confusing, so I don't see how it works, but hey, it's not my method. If they sent each other Beyonce gifts or something, he would save, like, Lizzie Beyonce gifts, and somehow he was able to keep that straight. This definitely requires you to have, like, in-depth or at least slightly unique conversations mm-hmm. on Tinder, yeah. so I guess it depends on your... If I used that method for the last month and a half, it'd be like, Colin, Donald Hello. Trump, Dan, <laughs> Donald Trump, Jeff, Donald Trump. <laughs> Hmm, yeah. Like like to keep things light, I see on the <laughs> on the dating and Wonder sex app. We're all single. Another thing that your article didn't touch on, which is just like snooping and finding shit out about people from like their internet profile. So you can like, if you really want to, you can find out like like not that much work from someone's phone number. You can find out like pretty much everything you need to know about them. Well, yeah, I feel like that's why 
I've previously used a fake phone number, like a burner number. I experimented Why? with that once because I didn't want someone to be able to Google me and like figure out my name. I mean, the thing is, I write on the internet. You're going to go on a date with someone. You're going to want them to know your name. Like, what if they're crazy? We go on one date. They could be insane. I don't know. That seems a bit... But also, I think it's different for women and guys. I like to not Google people because I don't want to find out if they're a murderer. Yeah, that's what I think. I like to live a life of mystery. Wait, okay, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't think Do you guys think it would be easy to find out if someone was a murderer, (laughs) someone who's not in prison for murder by Googling their name? That could be like a notorious serial killer. I mean, I have friends who definitely look through like databases for like what for like, to like make criminal sure like, background check. sex criminals or what something? i mean yeah people do that hot oh. dog they work i don't know i we have, don't need like, to get into it alternative yeah. hobbies <laughs> right i just don't you can tell how little effort i put into dating that i just really don't care i don't think i think that doing a criminal background <laughs> check is far too much effort <laughs> yeah it seems like she doesn't even want to find a boyfriend because she doesn't even do a background check <laughs> This is what I have done. Like, if I'll get a number, I'll save somebody. And if it's like a generic first name or whatever, you can like open up other apps and it'll tell you like the names linked to that number. So like if you go into Snapchat or something and you go like look into your contacts, you can like most people have Snapchat. You can find their name and then just like find their Snapchat handle. And like a lot of times your Snapchat handle is like either your first and last name or it's like the same handle as like your Instagram handle. So like from there, you can just kind of like figure out who they are. Or you could do like Venmo. There's like a bunch of, there's like a million different ways to do it. Dang, you, you are like a regular sleuth. Dude, I, I put in a good effort to find out as much as I can about somebody before like meeting them or whatever. Lizzie, can you give us your um, your tip about figuring out someone's last name aside would, from reverse image searching them? This wasn't a tip, but it did happen in my life is that you can look at someone's mouth. <laughs> and it wasn't like I was intentionally looking through a person's mouth, but we were just sitting at the table and there was a stack of mail and all of the mail was addressed to him and I knew what his first name was and he had an interesting last name. So I was like, this is your last name. And he was like, yep. See, that is next level, I think. Yeah. Well, well, I would never say it out loud. I would maybe look at the mail and then file it away and try super hard to remember it because I have a terrible memory. It wasn't weird to say it out loud. The mail was sitting in front of me. I guess I just try to avoid these situations. <laughs> but, like, eventually you're going to have to ask them what their last name So, like, then when you find out what their last name is, you're going to first feign surprise <laughs> even though you looked at their mail and Well, that's what's so away. funny about it is I do think that people do fake surprise. I genuinely think people I've do that. I've never had to do that. And I, I actually think I've done the mail thing more than once. It's just weird to put, like, someone's last name in your phone without formally asking them because like <laughs> I don't know if you like say that you know their last name before they've like told you that's like a weird conversation They're like yeah I like did a full background check on you or whatever and like I know all this stuff about you without right. you even telling it to me you know yeah. but I don't know whatever like people should get people should get comfortable with that well I was gonna say don't you think googling people intensely before you meet them kind of takes away some of the mystery of dating like isn't this part of the fun of dating like meeting no. a new person and like learning no, about them. Yo, I straight up like stop talking to people based on like what I found online. It's a good way to like like what like was someone in time. jail or something and you 
or no, a convicted just like criminal? You can, like you can get a sense of a person, but that Tinder profile doesn't give you much to work with. Mm-hmm. But like if you actually look online, you can get a better sense of who you know someone might be. I've like gone on people's Instagrams and like I've seen like if I see like you know like an inspirational like quote with like you know like some mountain range in the background or whatever I'm like that's like probably not gonna get along with this person like you can kind of figure out what a person is like just from their the things that they post on Instagram and like their online presence so I feel like we didn't come to any useful conclusions I think the other than it doesn't really matter yeah I think that's the useful conclusion is that. This is a stupid problem to have. I think that in most cases that I've experienced, it's like I know where they went to school or where they work or their and their first name, and I can Google blah, 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 works at this university, whatever. And typically it comes up. Something like it's not that difficult. Then I know their whole name and I never have to ask. And I think they do the same thing for me because obviously I write for The Verge. So, so yeah, you know Ashley's I write for The Verge, it's really easy Well, to yeah, me. like for us it's different, but I think I always end up asking people what their last name is. Just asking them. It's not that weird. It's not like I'm saying like, what, it feels like a what do you usually do question. in the shower? When when was the, I don't know, like what's a, it's not that weird of a question. I mean, there are people out there, like there are a lot of comments on this piece. I mean, they have a point. They were like, Hey, here's an easy way to literally avoid this entire problem. Just ask them what their last name is. Like, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Save a number. Don't save a number. Just, that's it. That's all. I think we don't have to make this into a whole situation. We are too late. Did. I know. <laughs> we just made a podcast, a podcast about, about it. About it. <laughs>